got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey, rabbit. Yeah. Why come y'all let us get through a whole podcast without talking about Will Smith and Janet Hubert? I'm man. Mm. <laughs> did y'all see it? I haven't seen the whole thing. I know they did a red table talk. I saw it. How was it? No, I, 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 I no, I didn't. <laughs> um. Well, um. Actually, yeah, means uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, you, you might want to. Uh, I don't know. You <laughs> might want to time mark this one too, because it maybe could be a little separate thing. Okay, good. Yeah. So I did. I didn't already time marked it. <laughs> yeah, so, this is gonna be called Nikki's Juicy. Will. Um, <laughs> so on the actual reunion itself, <laughs> Will and Janet talking. Will basically says that he was threatened by everything in Hollywood. Will says that, uh, you know, he basically wants Janet to tell her story. And Janet says, Janet says these words. She says, well, Will, only you and I know what happened. Uh-oh. And then she says, all I want to know is why so far. And uh, Will essentially uh, says that he was young, egotistical. Here she was, but she was this Juilliard trained actress. She was a consummate professional. Um, and he felt threatened by everything, and so um, he basically made comments to people in Hollywood that could take those comments outside of the room and take it further, and basically she says that she lost everything. Um, She says that, you know, black people whooped her ass and whooped her son's ass. She said her son had, uh, um, these are her words, had a cookie smashed in his face by somebody and said, it's because your mom's a bitch. She said that her father, um, her family disowned her because they felt like she froofed off this opportunity. And her father, before he died, he promised her that to, she, he made her promise him that he would, that she would clear her name because that's his name. And um, at the time she was going through a lot of things and all of that. She had, was in an abusive marriage, had a baby, so on and so forth. And that um, basically the producers, what they what they offered her was 10 weeks of work, basically with a non-compete, a 10 week salary, but she couldn't go do more work. And she didn't get fired. She just said, I can't take that deal. And then next thing, you know, steam rolled off. And um, then, you know, and that was uh, and, and told that it was a, as a result of Will. And then on the Red Table Talk, Will, t- oh, and then Will says to her, you know, I, I'm sorry. I want to be someone that protects you. I don't want to be someone that unleashes the dogs on you. And then um, in the Red Table Talk, it was a Red Table Talk with a psychologist. And the psychologist is really like butt kissing and like basically making it like, oh, Will, this was so tough for you and all of that. And you were taking psychological punches. And Will was like, no, I made space for her to talk. And, um, you know, there's nobody that could really say that I did this to them or whatever. And there was something else he said that I forgot. I'm, I'm missing that point. I should have wrote that down. But um, there was one other thing that he said on the Red Table Talk about um, essentially just um, uh, he, he essentially was saying that he was wrong and that uh, for what what happened. And, um, you know, I've been on the Internet because people have had various opinions about it. And they've been like, well, you know, she spent all these years bitter and so on and so forth. Now, I happen to know um, that I know that I know. I do have 
a person that's pretty close that I also was a spiritual advisor to who worked directly um and I'll just say work directly in that in that arena connected to that that's all I'll say because you know they they were connected so close that I you know I cannot really give any clues that they you know I I would not want to jeopardize anything I will say this though I will say that over the years um I do know for a fact that not only did they dead Janet Hoop Huber's career in the water, but that even 10 and 15 years after the fact, they revisited people that were trying to give her jobs to make sure she couldn't work. Um, she was Juilliard trained. She was on Broadway and a number of other things before she came to Fresh Prince. Number two, I also know, um, and this is from more than one source of friend in Hollywood, um, that you know the 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 rumor and the tea was was that um you know there was speculation about about will and his um you know sexuality unfortunately um because of how he got the show and things like that and that um you know in my opinion based on knowing that and knowing whatever what those individuals have said or what they know about people directly connected to that and even involved in some of those uh rumors that some of the anger directed toward her because the punishment didn't fit the crime that a lot of that anger directed toward her um or that deading her had to do with some of those uh possibly with some of that stuff because you know now now other people did not say that it had to do with that this is me putting the two and two together because of the punishment not matching the crime. The woman, they are going to give her 10 weeks of work, of pay, and a non-compete, meaning she can't work nowhere else. And she said no. And then you set out to ruin her. That don't match. Yeah, it's like too much. And then you were, he, you know, he had a show right Ugh. after that that he executive produced. Then he blew up to basically being, what, the 10 or $20 million man with movies. And even after that, he was coming back and his camp was coming back to make sure she that she was back. silenced and discredited. Why? Don't make no why, why did you have to stop her from being on a soap opera? That ain't no money compared to Independence Day. Ugh. What threat is she? In that regard, you know, so so for me, I, and and based on you know, with her saying for me, what she said, only you and I know. That was my thing. I said, "Yep, I think I know," <laughs> but because again, the other stuff like the contract and all that stuff, that's public knowledge. What what could have happened that only you and her know about that you know created this twenty seven year your deal and you know um in the last since 2018 she's come out on social media and had a couple of riffs where she talked about them real bad you know but um and you know to clear herself you know um and so uh yeah i mean there's a lot of you know there's Mm -hmm. syndication on fresh prince of bel-air and i do i do believe that we'll needed to do this if he was going to do a reunion that Fresh Prince Bel-Air is one of his most successful projects it's also the project that uh saved his life because he was like 2.8 million dollars in debt to the IRS when Quincy Jones and Benny Medina gave him that show 
and he talks about that. They just gave him the show uh, for the most part. Um, Benny Medina said, like you, you remind me of you. Quincy Jones said, hey, I want you to do this, and they gave him the show. They put it together. So, um, and, and here was Will, you know, Will was an actor, this was on the reunion, where um, they point out a couple of shows where he's literally, like, mouthing everyone's lines. So, like, you know, like, when someone's getting ready to say their line, he's he's reciting it before he says he is. And, you know, you're, you're working with others. So, so you know, you're this rapper slash comedian, 20-something years old, mm. you know, working with highly skilled Shakespearean trained actors. Um, you know, because James Avery also was highly trained, you know, actor. Um, and so, as was the actor who played Gregory. And then Alfonso Rivera was also highly oh, yeah. trained actor. And so, um, anyway, though, that, that, the, um, I, I think oh, yeah. that he, they, that he would, they had to do this because I think that based on, there's so much speculation or there's so much whispering, so to speak, about Will being insufferable and being a narcissist and everything else that had he excluded her, I think it would have given a little more life to that stuff than people really wanted it to. From a from an image perspective, because I think that would it, it wouldn't have matched, and so I think that there had to be a little <laughs> bit of imaging and damage control. But I do believe it. it I do believe. I mm. hope that it was sincere. I do believe that it was sincere. What they what they did, you never know. The actors, but but I do believe that it was sincere. Um, it looks sincere from both of their behalf. Um, and you know, again. With Will saying, I don't want to unleash the dogs on you. Cause because that's what he did. He unleashed the dogs on her. Yeah. Um, and she was silenced and and quote unquote and, and deaded for for that many years. And um, you know, I I think it's uh it's you know, I don't know. There there's talk that people saying, Well, he ought to pay her, he ought to <laughs> do this, he ought to make it whole, make it right. Um and I, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that either, based on what I believe from, you know, his own words, as well as like inside scoop. That's a lot to kind of take away from someone. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Yeah, my, I'm almost 30 years old. Man, that and, is. You know, she was 30 what, almost years old at the time that she was on the show, so she already had had. A successful career. She was, you know, especially in the late nineties. When you really think about it, if you're successful, she's thirty four. Like she still got plenty of career. Yeah. Yeah, she should have had plenty of career. And thirty four as a as a theater artist. Yeah. That's pretty late to be switching up the game. In all honesty, that's a lot of vestment. That's that's a that's a lot of uh. You know, you you've been on Broadway, you've been in Cats, you've been, you know, you've yeah. danced all over. You did some kind of tribute, I think, to uh, oh my God, this is iconic tribute, either to Josephine Baker or some. I have to look that up. But you were highly skilled, um, and at that age, that that's when at you know that's that's coming into everything that you pay for that you worked for too. Um, yeah, I mean. That's got to be, just think about, uh, you know, if you were a 34-year-old, I don't know, I mean, just even, just, the arts is a difficult uh, 
a difficult career path as it is. Yeah, it's not. This, this, that's not easy. That's not just, oh, I'm going to be an actor. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. No, my brother. You know, it doesn't it work like that. So, long, hard road. Yeah, what was it again, Adrian? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I, I say I say he should he's a uh, con- uh, compensator as well. You know, I mean, God, oh, that's a that's a lot of money. Uh, she yeah. missed out on, especially. Oh, uh, I didn't know like he had a yeah, blockade going. Said, I didn't. You, I'm sorry, I didn't know anything uh, about that. You know, that, you know, all I heard I mean, was, he, he "Oh, she's like going on the radio so show we had to get rid of difficult." Her. And she was like, "You know, as a black woman in Hollywood, especially being dark skinned, that was the kiss of death." And um, to say that. You know, I was difficult. And and I, I I remember what I thought at that time. I kind of, you know, I thought it was, you know, hey, Will Smith says she's un- insufferable. You know, she must be horrible. And, you know, how could she be so bad? You know, I, I think in, in my young days, I, I thought that as well. But that was a kiss of death back then. And, um, and she talked about how she did love that role. She was very excited to get the role because... Um, she oh, yeah. liked that Vivian was intelligent and wealthy and educated and could also throw down but also because she didn't see women like her on television and um, mm-hmm. and I, I know I mean for me growing up I remember Kim from a different world and I remember Aunt Viv and I was like for me they were significant because those were the darkest women that I had seen on TV yeah. And and Viv was somebody I felt I could relate. Kim. Say that it again. Took a while for them to portray Kim as like pretty uh. in a different world. She didn't yes. Her. It did. It did. Like, yeah, Kim was like all frumpy and stuff. And, you know, it was kind of like oh, this man. afterthought. Man, come on, man. Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Kim came back and she's like, hey, y'all ain't going to make me do this ugly duckling thing no more. I'm about to be pretty on this show. <laughs> And she all of a sudden is like, wait, Kim dressing different? She got a shape? She's like, I remember, yeah. that, I remember that coming out party. Yeah, was, yeah. Like and, first, and uh, yeah. First season, Kim <laughs> was just kind of like the dark girl, everybody's friend. She was just sweet and friendly. And then one, one year, they let her put on clothes. That, <laughs> they let her put on clothes that fit. Man, I mean, it like wasn't the first. It wasn't the first dark, the dark uh, black woman on the like TV Mrs. screen. Man, I mean, we, we had, they did. She had them moo moos on. I mean, in we had, man, come on, y'all. Y'all not gonna sit they here. They had her and, wearing the moos, Bishop in the dorm. Y'all not gonna sit here and disrespect Tia like they that. Had her with y'all stop. I got story. I got a story about her, like a real story. I said Thea, dog. Hit us up. Hit us oh, up. Yeah. So she, she, so she, oh. she was a comedian and she had that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Thea came to the, when I used to work right out of college, I worked <laughs> at a TV station in Austin. And so she was, I think she was going to perform at the comedy club that night or something. She was there. For whatever reason, she was in Austin. So I had to mic her up on set. You know, I'm going to go to, you know, we're talking. And so I, I pulled the mic out. I said, okay, Miss Vidal, just uh run this up your shirt. I think that's her name, Thea Vidal. Just just run this up your shirt and clip it up here to the top. And she said, Baby, you might as well just put go on slide that mic on. It ain't like you ain't never touched one of these before. And I was like, Oh, 
You one of them. <laughs> you you nasty, Mr. Dog. Like Mr. Dog. Oh, this is what we doing. Oh. <laughs> you say miss, huh? That's the story. She was like, oh, she was like, baby, don't, don't act like you in there. That's your story. That's your story, dog. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we just want to go on and conclude <laughs> this podcast tonight. I'm telling you, because I can't do this no more. Um, <laughs> hey, we wish y'all all a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. We got over 2,000 clicks. It wasn't easy. Uh, but hey, again, I'm just glad that you guys are giving us your ear, giving us your energies. Uh, each one, reach one, teach one. Y'all be safe out here. Please wear your mask. Please don't go kill grandma and grandpa on Thursday. I mean, I know you want to be there, but just call them, uh, do Zoom calls or, you know, video face, FaceTime or, 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 you know, just do something other than being right in the vicinity of your of your loved ones, man. These, these people need us. Um, they're dying more than ever. I mean, where I'm at, man... <laughs> It's catching fire out here, and uh, we just need to just be more conscious of our um, of <laughs> ourselves here, and just making sure that we practice social distancing, and wash your hands, and wash your ass while you're at it. So <laughs> that's it, Nikki. Thank y'all, man. Thank you for tonight, Adrian. Uh, man, I'm gonna have to do some fact check on your theater be, story, be, man. I don't. Adrian I don't know. almost got cougared by theater field. She punked me. I was like. I thought she'd be a little bit more like, oh, baby, it's all right. Don't worry about it. No, she was like, ain't like you ain't never touched one of them before. And now I got to look up the term for like when a cougar is getting ready to pounce on their prey. <laughs> <laughs>